is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Fridays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids. And some great shows have tickets on sale right now at vanandelarena.com. Keith Urban on September 22nd in downtown GR. The Judds on September 30th. Jason Aldean on October 8th at Van Andel Arena. The Grand Rapids Griffins open up their home season on October 14th. And also a great show with Carrie Underwood on October 18th at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Tickets available right now at vanandelarena.com and the usual Ticketmaster outlets. Also shows on the way include Bill Burr and Comedy on November 3rd, Five Finger Death Punch and Brantley Gilbert. The Grand Rapids Gold are now playing their G League home basketball games at Van Andel Arena. Get more information at vanandelarena.com and tickets at the Ticketmaster outlets where you buy your tickets. And also look for great shows at DeVos Performance Hall and great events at DeVos Place. And a special welcome to experiencegr.com and the West Michigan Sports Commission. Grand Rapids is now one of the go-to places in the Midwest and across America. And Fridays are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. You ready? Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill Simon. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin a football Friday hour. This entire show is all football. Lions and the Eagles on Sunday. The huge show of the Michigan Sports Network having our huge pregame bash at Tin Roof. The old Chelly's a block from Ford Field. If you're going to the game, I'll be there 10 until noon on Sunday. Lions and the Eagles. Lions are getting four points. I'll make my picks like I do each and every week with Tom Rosenbach, the managing partner from Bean Garter. He told me I was 8-5 and five in college football against the spread last week. I didn't have a good pick last night. How could you not take the Rams, I think I said on air, right? Yeah, how'd that work out? Stafford looked horrible. He looked old. How could he quarterback with a walker? Then he was yelling at kids by the sidelines, told them to get off the green grass. Buffalo looked really good. Stafford then. Why why don't they throw to Allen Robinson? What's up with that? You know how the Rams looked last night? Like a team that didn't care. We got the Super Bowl ring. We've been rock stars all offseason in Southern California, Hollywood swinging. And they didn't care. They look like me doing this show on a Friday. I'm excited. I welcome Van Andel Arena. DeVos Performance Hall. DeVos Place. Experience Grand Rapids. 
And the West Michigan Sports Commission, new title sponsors on Fridays for the next year on the Huge Show. I told Superfly, I said, I want some really cool music, that intro, when we're talking about all the shows at Van Andel Arena. I want Rich McKeegan, who runs the joints, to go, oh my God. This is like the opening of Kid Rock or Metallica at Van Andel Arena, and I know those guys. I said, let's make it big. Right before the show, Superfly says, hey... I couldn't find any of that really cool music you wanted. Can we listen to the new Van Andel Arena DeVos Performance Hall, DeVos Place opening? His quote was, I don't think you're going to like it. He played it. I put my head on my hands on the table, refrained from saying what words were lining up on the Tongue Highway, ready to launch. But then I listened and I said, you know what, it wasn't that bad. It's not what I really said off air while it's playing. Superfly kept saying, you know, he, wow, he's saying I'm number one producer of all time. (laughs) It's awesome. I'm excited, man. You know, we've done this uh, a few years ago uh, with Van Andel Arena, which is one of the great concert venues in America. It really is. In downtown Grand Rapids and the shows and what they have at DeVos Performance Hall, DeVos Place. I've been there for the golf show, RV show, boat show, and more. And then Experience GR. You know, I have said in what will be 21 years on September 23rd, 21 years doing the statewide show. And I've watched Grand Rapids grow. And every growth cycle has its issues. But this is a destination now, so that's cool. And then the West Michigan Sports Commission uh, has put West Michigan, Grand Rapids on the map. So thank you, uh, Rich McKeegan, getting it started. This dude uh, knows the entertainment business, and he flat out told me, out of all the people he's met from all the Van Andel Arena shows, that I'm in the top ten well, I'll give you, this is the email from Rich McKeegan of people he's met in the entertainment industry. Number one, Garth Brooks. Number two, Elton John. Three, Prince. Four, Huge. I'm getting goosebumps. He's saying that I'm right there with Prince on Rich McKagan's most powerful entertainment people he's met. Look at that list. That's awesome. I'll read the other names later. Uh, we're going to get to Lions and the Eagles. Also Michigan, J.J. McCarthy's first start as a Wolverine quarterback, Doug Skeen. For the Wolverine.com and the Michigan Football Podcast, five-time Big Ten champion. He'll check in. He does that podcast with Chris Ballas. Jim Combroni, SpartanMeg.com. Akron getting 34.5 points on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board. Comp from East Lansing on the Spartans. 
and Akron. I think that's a 4 o'clock kick tomorrow, Michigan at 8 o'clock underneath the lights for the, the JJ area. That's what it's called. And his new name, officially, Wastanaugh County, namechange.com. Did you see that? J.J. McCarthy's new name is Jesus Jackson McCarthy. J.J. Jeremy Reisman, uh, Lions blogger, prideofdetroit.com. And Dave Burkett will join us. So a lot to get to. Talk college football. Make my picks with Tom Rosenbach. Let's go talk about that Michigan game tomorrow night. The debut with J.J. McCarthy, Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman, late 80s, early 90s. He's standing by on the Meyer guest line. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing well, Bill. I missed that headline about that name change in the Washtenaw County illegal name log. I missed that one. Washtenaw County name change.com. Get your website straight, Skeener. (laughs) Okay. Jesus Jackson uh, McCarthy. I... Hey, man, Jesus. Hey, we'll go with Jesus. Being called Jesus is a little over the top. Uh, he, a bit much. It yeah. is. He was at the University of Michigan pool. He was working out and walking on water, getting ready for the start tomorrow. That's what I heard. And uh, throwing the football, uh, you know, from end zone to end zone and uh, running running at 3-9-40. And the, the legend just grows of uh, Mr. JJ. And uh, we all know how talented he is, but... Let's let's pump the brakes a little bit here. It is Hawaii. Um, they are just short of terrible, and um, I'm not so sure what we're really going to learn tomorrow night. But I guess it'll be it'll be entertaining nonetheless. You're Cade McNamara, and all week long it's been about you lead your team to a 51-7 win right against Colorado State. And all week it's about J.J.'s first start, and you led your team to wins at Penn State, at Wisconsin, at Nebraska, uh, beat Ohio State at home, took your team and beat Iowa, thrashed them in the first appearance for Michigan in the Big Ten title game, went to the Final Four. Nobody would have looked good against Georgia that day. And you're hearing all this, and you know your job's on the line. What do you think's going through the mind of Cade Magnamer? you describe that's got me fired up if i'm if i'm kate mcnamara i'm pissed i'm ready to show the world what i you know what my credentials really are and what i not only what i did last year but i'm still here i'm the guy that led michigan to a big 10 title in the first time in just short of 20 years beat ohio state and god knows how many years and and played rather doggone well on the way and and yet I'm, some people are writing me off and, and thinking that I'm not worthy. I, if I'm if I'm Kate, I'm absolutely irritated and salty, and I'm guessing that's probably the way he's approaching every aspect of his game right now is to fight and show people that. Uh, oh, by the way, I'm the guy that led the led the thing last year, and that doesn't dismiss the, the capabilities of JJ. But for some of the fans who just think, "Wow, thank God we're getting rid of this other quarterback who's no good," well, come on, man. There's a there's a Big Ten title hanging in the in the building down there now that hadn't been there in a long long time and and Kate did that and so if if I'm Kate yeah I'm, I'm probably pretty irritated about now. One thing about Hawaii I think they're the worst team in D1 football in Michigan 52 point favorite uh, last time I saw on the DraftKings sports book app big board it could have changed. Even even if McCarthy is 20 for 21 with five touchdowns. 
I know it's prime time. It's a night game. But you can't take anything away from that outside of him maybe getting some nerves out because it's Hawaii. Yeah, Bill, and this is where Coach Harbaugh and the staff have to keep keep things under uh, a scope of reality here. Um, you know, there's, there's a pretty high probability that J.J. is going to absolutely light it up and run wild and do whatever the heck he wants because, like I said, and you just justified there, Hawaii is terrible. They're an absolutely terrible football program right now. So... You know, I, I I think to think that we're going to put all kinds of weight, or Jim Harbaugh and his staff are going to put all kinds of weight in this performance against this opponent, I think it's a little short-sighted. I, I would guess that both quarterbacks, everybody that plays, is probably going to do pretty well. Probably probably grade out pretty high tomorrow night uh, when they watch the film on Sunday. And and so I, I don't know that, that, that this is going to, you know, really determine – what this team really is made of, this Michigan football team, after this this opponent here, I, I would like to think, and if I'm Jim Harbaugh, I've got two of these guys battling for this job. It's not a two-week audition. It's probably a month of September audition. And then things are going to get real when Michigan travels to Iowa. We'll see We'll see what kind of a, the resumes say at that point. And if I'm Jim, I'm probably looking at it that way. What are you expecting from J.J. McCarthy tomorrow? And Doug Skeen, by the way, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman with Michigan co-host of the Michigan Football Podcast with Chris Ballas at thewolverine.com. He's joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. What, what do you expect to see? And if you see this, what does it do to your impression or impressions of the McNamara-McCarthy QB battle? Well, as far as J.J. goes, it's the one question I've always wondered is, is is he going to force things? If he goes out there against a terrible opponent, if he goes out there tomorrow night, and there's evidence that he's forcing things and throwing some passes to some spots where he shouldn't because it's a smarter, more productive, more conservative place to put it, or that's where the offense dictates that he puts it, if he gets greedy and starts slinging it around, against the Hawaii, then that is not an indicator. But if he's disciplined with the football, throws it exactly where he's supposed to go based on the reads he's seeing in that secondary back there and what he sees from his receiving core, and he's efficient and he's comfortable and he's moving around, that's what you want to see. Uh, I, I would guess that Harbaugh could probably drop 100 points tomorrow night. He's not going to do that. So if it's like week one, we're probably going to see maybe six, maybe eight different running plays. Some of those are going to be read options. And J.J.'s going to have a chance to pull that football and run around the end. He can easily probably have 100 yards of rushing himself once he gets loose into a secondary. The kid can clearly run. And so that's what you want to see out of J.J. because those are his strengths, right? His, his feet are, are really, really good. He's got speed. But I'm curious as to what he does with that football when given choices – Where's he going to put it? In his time in there against uh, Colorado State, he was measured. He did a nice job. He didn't didn't press. He didn't throw it where it didn't belong. That's exactly what you want to see out of any quarterback. That's what we saw out of McNamara all of last year, with the exception of a couple throws. And that's what you have to have, a quarterback that can run an offense and not put the ball at risk. I was distracted for a moment, Skeener, because I'm looking at TV – coverage of O.J. Simpson at SoFi last night and a bunch of people in Stafford jerseys are getting their picture with O.J. Simpson. So I, it's only only in L.A. 
Uh, we now resume the conversation already in progress with Doug Skeen talking about Michigan and why JJ's debut tomorrow night. All right, away from the JJ conversation, which is good for everybody because everyone has an opinion. Uh, what are other storylines connected to this team that people aren't seeing right now that are positive moving forward when they get to big games or things that could hurt the team? Well, the concerning ones first, uh, left tackle Ryan Hayes, is he going to be in the lineup? How's his health? Carson Barnhart went out last week with injury, who was the backup who played for uh, Hayes there at left tackle. Michigan's got a really talented group of offensive linemen, but we need to keep them healthy heading into October. So I'm interested to see what's going on there. Um, I also want to see the right tackle, Trente Jones, who's a very, very talented guy. I'd like to see him clean up a little bit of his pass protection. Last week, he, he gave up a sack against a defender from Colorado State, and that needs to be cleaned up. You can't let people hit your quarterback, no matter who it is back there. So offensively, I'm a little concerned about that. I think on the positive side, Michigan's defense looked so doggone good last week. I would expect him to do the same against, again, a, a Hawaii team that is not very good. That Michigan defensive line should continue to uh, grow in their confidence level of being able to get after a quarterback on their own without having to bring blitzes. So I would expect we're going to see that. But, Bill, it's, it's just hard to get too excited about anything when your opponent is this soft. And, and you know, you're probably going to blow them out. So, you know, if Michigan goes ahead and does that and just runs up and down the field and absolutely stuffs them, I'm, not, I'm just not going to get too excited about anything because it's Hawaii and, you know, they've given up 150 points and I think they've only scored about 20-something so far this year. And they're just not very good. So I'm pumping the brakes on the excitement and it, it just is what it is, this schedule doesn't allow for a whole lot of real measurements going on. They're, they're indicators, Bill, but they're not true measurements, and we're not going to see that until early October. I agree. Month of September almost feels like preseason to a point, especially with UConn coming in. Uh, man, uh, those three, you know, Colorado State, I, I think they'll end up uh, being probably somewhere around a 500 team. They weren't that bad, and Michigan looked good, but Hawaii and UConn stink, so we'll see what happens. Uh, J.J. McCarthy's first start tomorrow night. Uh, who are some new faces that you liked in game one that when we get to those big games starting in October that will help Michigan on both sides of the ball or on special teams? Well, that's a great question, Bill. I, I think, again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get selfish here and talk about depth and offensive line. We've got an All-American candidate in Olobotimi at center there, the transfer from Virginia. But there's a young man named... Uh, uh, Crippen, who is the backup center, um, he showed a little bit of promise last year in the limited limited time that he's uh, gotten in the game. I really liked what I saw out of him, but it was only a handful of snaps. So I want to see him get in there and mix it up at the center position because in, uh, one injury away, we're going to need a different center in there. I know we got Zinter who can play the center position as well, but the depth in the offensive line is always a concern, especially now when you got two guys automatically uh, not – not in the healthy side of things there with Barnhart and Hayes. So offensive line-wise, I, I think it continues to, to, to be a focus for me. The defensive line played eight guys last week, a rotation of eight. And, uh, you know, can, can they continue to uh, have the same production? I think they will. Again, tomorrow night they're, they're probably going to be running wild and having a lot of fun, and they should. But going into the season, is it going to continue to be that same rotation of eight? 
can all eight guys get in there and have that kind of production uh, without leaving maybe just four or five in the production lineup? Uh, so, again, it's, it's hard to say because of the quality of the opponent, the quality of the offensive lines that that defensive line is playing. But when, when that question is posed to me about who are the new faces, I always look to the trenches for Michigan because as go the trenches, usually as goes the success of Michigan football. Here's a question I want to ask you that if you're Harbaugh in Michigan and you elevated to the championship level last year, and I know you make schedules well in advance. That's why you had Colorado State and you have Hawaii tomorrow night at the big house and UConn. But why wouldn't you have tried to fight for a big game early where you could really judge McNamara and McCarthy, where you might have gotten rid of Hawaii and, and popped someone else in there that you know, at least maybe, you know, Matt Caliber or lower level uh, Power Five conference to see where your quarterbacks really are at? You know, that's a good question. And we don't know that Jim didn't argue for that, but maybe it just couldn't happen because of scheduling obligations from these other schools. But I agree with the idea that you want to play a game in September that is some kind of indicator and puts your players under some kind of pressure with high expectations and a little bit of hype going in. We don't have any of those games here in September. The closest thing may be Maryland because it's the Big Ten opener. But I would have loved to have seen Michigan play. Line me up with the lower end of the SEC. I don't care. You know, give me an eight, give me Boston College. Give me a, give me someone from the ACC. I don't you know something more than the middle or the bottom of the barrel Mountain West teams. Uh, again, doesn't really do anything for me. And I'm guessing that uh, this head coach, Harbaugh, and his staff would probably like to have seen a better lineup of opponents as well so they can get a, a higher level of confidence and certainty as to what they've got in their starting lineups. But it just it just stinks this year that this schedule is, it is what it is. And we're not going to know until October just how good this team is. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman, late 80s, early 90s, also a co-host on the Michigan Football Podcast you can hear at thewolverine.com. Joining us on the Meyer Guest Line, Michigan-Hawaii, big house tomorrow night, 8 p.m. The first start for J.J. McCarthy should be interesting, at least for a while. I do wonder, uh, you know, again, if you have an ongoing QB battle, Doug, and people are saying, well, he's just going to hand off and get out of there, then why why not use J.J. Start against someone else? The only thing I can think he wants the nerves out uh, from him, a full half where you could watch film, compare it to Cade. I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out Harbaugh's strategy here. Well, what we, there's a lot of things we don't know, Bill. Part of that strategy, I'm sure, is probably the first half of that football game, certainly the first good chunk of the first quarter, is probably going to be scripted, right? Um, Harbaugh and his offensive coaches are going to put J.J. in situations and see if he can just execute the plan. Or is he going to go off plan and start doing his own thing? Uh, And I'm guessing, again, based on what I saw against Colorado State, that plan and that playbook is pretty thin right now. Uh, I'm not joking. I, I think Michigan ran about maybe six or eight different running plays in that entire Colorado State game just out of different formations. So it's pretty simple stuff. So, you know, you're going to put him out there, see how he does in that first series. I'm guessing that J.J. is going to do just fine. He's played a lot of football for Michigan in some big, big moments. And tomorrow won't be the biggest that he's already seen. He's already been in big games before. So 
uh, you know, the difference is he's, he's, he's trotting off the sideline the first time Michigan gets the ball. I guess, you know, that that is one difference. But the, the quality of opponent, should he should absolutely be comfortable with, the, with what he's walking into tomorrow night. And so I would think he's going to light it up. But when you when you took when you put out there your players in the first time in a starting role and everything's scripted and you know what the plays are going to be called before you even take the field, coaches are going to look and see exactly are your feet going where they belong, are your eyeballs looking where they belong from a, for your quarterback. And you drop back in that first time you're throwing the football. Are you looking off to get safeties to roll to one side of the field before you throw the ball the other way? Are you executing your fakes and your rollouts when you when you hand the ball off on a read zone and and you give that ball to Corum or Edwards? Are you really executing that 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 fake that you've got the football around the end, or are you, are you turning back and watching football? Tiny little things coaches love to magnify and highlight. That's exactly what Harbaugh and company are going to be doing with this start. Enjoy the game tomorrow night, Doug. We'll talk soon. Bill, thank you. Go Blue. All right. Doug Skeen joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with the University of Michigan Athletics. I do have a message from my friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Huge kickoff game last night. And some people were getting the hookups. And guess what? Uh, with all the games on Sunday and Monday, you still can get in on the return of the NFL. Right now, new customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code HUGE when they sign up, can bet just $5 and you'll get $200 in free bets instantly. And that's 5 bucks on any NFL team to win on Sunday or Monday. Use that promo code HUGE when you sign up. And also, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. It's simple. Bet on an NFL team to win this weekend. If your team leads... At any point during the game, you'll be paid instantly. And that's 10 points. Even if your team loses. So if they lead by 10, you win instantly. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Uh, Use promo code HUGE when you sign up to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet for this Sunday or Monday. That's code HUGE. Only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. New customers only. Bonus issued on free bets. One early win token issued at opt-in. Moneyline bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. We'll get an update on Akron at Michigan State, the woodshed, the deep water. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com. He'll join us from East Lansing next. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. The rainstorms here in the Midwest can sometimes be harsh, so make sure you're prepared with a brand new set of Bosch Perfect View Wiper Blades from Auto Value, where Perfect View Wiper Blades are on sale for just $8.99 each. And don't forget the windshield washer solution. Rain-X all-season windshield washer solution is only $5.59 at your neighborhood Auto Value Auto Parts stores. And thank you again for keeping it local. Auto Value, where service is the difference. We get it. 
Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. Whether it's jackpots or colors of the rainbow, seven's a special number. And at Meyer, it's no different. This week, get more for your money with seven for $7. No luck required. Mix or match specially marked items. Once you buy seven or more, you'll get each for only a dollar. From a pint of fresh blueberries to Meyer pretzels, puffs, or corn chips, and Meyer sandwich bags and vitamin water. There are so many ways to seven for $7 at Meyer. And no matter how you shop, enjoy the same low Meyer prices in-store and online. Exclusion supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer on a football Friday. Make sure you get your pro football picks in. The Beat Huge contest is happening every week through the football season. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You need your picks in by Sunday morning. Go to thehugeshow.net. That $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Garter could be yours. We'll hear from Tom. Here in about 10 minutes, I'll make my college football picks against the spread. So get your picks in on the pro football side. I like the Lions plus four. I made the huge prediction. Lions 31, Eagles 28. I went big on Michigan. I think they're going to cover that 52 points on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Big board. I'm serious. I like them. Big time. 72 nothing. Michigan State 42, Akron 14, which won't cover the 34 and a half. And Lions 31 28. Speaking of Michigan State, let's go talk to Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com. The MSU insider is standing by on the Meyer Guest Line. How you doing, Comp? 
Hey, Bill, great to be on your show. How are you doing? Doing good. Uh, from week one to week two, uh, injuries, uh, the main theme for Michigan State. Heavy favorite against Akron tomorrow afternoon at Spartan Stadium. Your update on the injury situation and what should Spartan fans expect tomorrow? You know, they don't they don't release a whole lot of information for injuries, and most teams don't anymore. But they did say, as a lot of your listeners know, uh, Darius Snow is out for the year with a, a leg injury sustained in that game against Western Michigan last week. Uh, Xavier Henderson, the safety, he also went down with uh, you know a lower body ailment uh, that might not be as as serious as it looked initially. But I'm not expecting him to play this week. But they should get him back get him back at some point this season. Um, but those two guys are experienced and, and regarded as the, the smartest players on their defense. Uh, great communicators, guys that they really relied upon to communicate fronts and you know defensive schemes and, and changes. You know, pre-snap and even post-snap. So they're losing a lot of brain trust in the middle of the field without those two. Now they played the entire second half without them last week, so they've you know the, the training wheels are off. But there's no question the defense is going to be uh, you know the, the the tires are not going to be completely pumped up on defense um, for, for the the near future. And they'll be playing Akron this weekend. Not a difficult opponent, but. Um, you know, Michigan State's chances of trying to follow up on last season's fine outing and fine performance uh, got a little tougher when they lost to those two guys on defense. So 34-and-a-half-point spread, I'm saying something 42-14. I, I think that injury thought will be there with Mel Tucker. You're not going to go crazy in these games. Uh, depth wasn't, you know, a huge plus for this team. So I think an easy 21-28-point to 28 point win tomorrow, would you think? On that yeah, I think, time frame, I, I think, I, I, yeah, I think Michigan. Yeah, I, I, I understand what you're saying, and I, I, I do agree that Michigan State has some questions and some issues. Uh, I was watching Akron's game against St. Francis the last two days for an article I do at SpartanMag.com called the Pre-Snap Read, and Akron has a lot of issues also, and uh, Michigan State was pretty good in some ways last week, but if they can't cover the 34. The, the, they're going to have trouble beating Minnesota and Wisconsin and Washington later in the year. Um, Akron's not very good. Now, Michigan State could get a big lead and, and Akron could, you know, come, you know, get a backdoor cover or something like that. But athletically, Michigan State should win this one by 40. Um, but you know how you know how point spreads go. Sometimes you get those backdoor covers. Akron has a, a quarterback with a good arm and a couple good wide receivers. Their pass protection is not good. They'll probably be one-dimensional defense. They have their issues. Michigan State should get in a comfortable position in this game. I would say Western Michigan is two or three touchdowns better than Akron. Um, here's the kicker. Um, you know, Mel Tucker and his coaches have been preaching the importance of of having a killer instinct, putting teams away. Last year they played Youngstown State, which was very similar to Akron. Michigan State scored on the first play of the game. They were up 14 nothing seven minutes into the game. They were up, I think, uh, 21 nothing, uh, you know, early in the second quarter, yet only outscored Youngstown State 21-14 the rest of the game and beat them by the same record you quoted a minute ago, the same score you quoted a minute ago, 42-14. Uh, last week, Michigan State was up on Western Michigan 21-3, but by the fourth quarter, by the fourth quarter, it was 21-13. Western Michigan had the ball, and that game was tight. So... Michigan State has better athletes, better team, even with the injuries, and they are 
preaching the importance of staying on the throttle, kill shot, TKO, all of that stuff. For those reasons, I think Michigan State is a solid pick to go ahead and, and play for good quarters, regardless of the score and put up a, a decent number against them. You rarely hear me talk about point spreads and those type of things, but this game, since you brought it up, I think Michigan State is uh, has more than a 50% chance to cover that spread, Bill, to give you a long answer. Yeah, well, 34 and a half. Uh, State is given Akron 34 and a half tomorrow afternoon at the Woodshed. That's off the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Big Board Comp. Enjoy the game. We'll talk Monday and look back at it. Appreciate it, Bill. Thanks a lot. All right, Jim Comperoni, SmartMeg.com, the Michigan State Insider, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with Michigan State University Athletics. Conversation on the way on the Eagles and the Lions. We'll hear from Lomas Brown, Jeremy Reisman from PrideOfDetroit.com, Dave Burkett, Lions beat writer for the Detroit Free Press, Tom Rosenbach, my college football picks against the spread. He'll join us next. I'm ready. Eight and five last week against the spread. Not good on the night games, but eight and five against the spread. And Tom Rosenbach and his team, they put up the $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge Pro Football Picks Contest. Thursday night games are always a freebie. You can play until Sunday every week for free at thehugeshow.net. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Experience the thrills of fight night with BetMGM. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Sign up today using my bonus code, ShepBet100, and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Get in the ring and enjoy instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, player props, boosted odd specials, and the best daily promotions in the business. You can even wager on the MMA showdown in Las Vegas on September 10th, featuring a main event with two hard-hitting welterweight contenders. Simply download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter my bonus code, ShepBet100, and your your very first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. This is a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Are you ready to hit the open road? You know, get out of Dodge. Meet us at the Detroit Camper Show. Vickers Trailer Sales specializes in towables. New and used pop-ups, retro-style campers, travel trailers, and fifth wheels. Browse inventory online at VickersTrailerSales.com. That's V-I-C-A-R-S TrailerSales.com. Call or text 313-291-9000. For over 53 years, Vickers makes happy campers. No big box store pressure, just mom and pop deals. Campers starting at $89.99. Or payments as low as $128 a month with 10% down and credit approval. Call or text 313-291-9000. Your adventure awaits at Vickers Trailer Sales. Coming right at you. The excitement you've been waiting for. Eagle Casino and Sports. The mobile casino made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Play slots and table games with live dealers at one exciting site. PlayEagle.com. Sign up today and get a match deposit up to $1,500. That's right, up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Go to PlayEagle.com and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. 
You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan on a football Friday. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Also, a huge welcome to Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids, one of the top concert and event destinations in the Midwest. DeVos Performance Hall, DeVos Place. Football Fridays, all season long. Presented by Van Andel Arena. Thank you, Rich McKeegan and his team. Top shelf people. I'll go through all the shows happening in Grand Rapids. You need to make plans to come to GR for a show, an event, an overnight experience GR. Maybe your kids are coming in for a sporting event the West Michigan Sports Commission is putting together. If you like sports, the Grand Rapids Gold, the Denver Nuggets G League team, coached by Andre Miller, will now play their home games inside Van Andel Arena. you got the Wings Top Farm affiliate, the Grand Rapids Griffins, and more. So a huge welcome to Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place to the Huge Radio Network. Also want to welcome back in Tom Rosenbach from Bean Garter. He's a good man. Yeah. How you doing, Tommy? You're a good man. I'm doing well today. How did I do on my college picks against the spread last week? You did better than I thought. I told you 8-5, but you're actually 9-5. 9-5. Nine nine so I'm, yeah. Friends call me money. You ready for my picks this week? <laughs> I'm ready. Let's go. All right. Tonight, I love Central Florida giving Louisville six. So take UCF and Gus Melzahn minus the six points. Okay. Uh, Alabama minus 20 and a half at Texas. Uh, I will take that. You will take Bama? Yep. Okay. I'm going to take Ohio plus 27 against Penn State. I don't like Penn State's offense, but Penn State will win. I'll take Ohio plus 27. Okay. I also like this pick, Miami of Florida, uh, minus 25 and a half against Southern Miss. Oh, yeah. Wake Forest minus 13 is another huge lock against Vanderbilt. Okay. Hard to believe they beat Hawaii 63 to 10. That just not really. my mind. <laughs> not really. Uh, yeah, Hawaii's horrible. horrible. Yeah. Okay. Your fighting Irish look good for three quarters. I thought their defense played great against Ohio State. Yeah, they did. They did. Ohio State's got some players, right? Yeah, they do. That was good. That was a good performance. I mean, there's no moral yeah. victories in a loss, but I thought ND posted, showed up. Uh, Central Michigan minus five in Mount Pleasant, home opener against South Alabama. I'll take CMU minus a five. Okay. I also like Western minus a six and a half at Ball State. Okay. I'll take ND minus a 20 and a half against Marshall. I think Marshall will have a tough time scoring against that defense. Yeah, I think that's a good pick. Their best players out, too, so they're running back. I like Washington State plus 17 and a half. Not to win, but okay. to cover uh, at okay. Wisconsin. You got that one, right? I got that one. Oh, yeah. Uh, Maryland giving Charlotte 26 and a half. I'll take Maryland minus 26 and a half. Okay. Uh, Illinois giving Virginia four. I'll take the fighting Illini. Okay, I would, too. Iowa giving Iowa State four points is crazy. They have no offense. I'm taking Iowa State plus a four. <laughs> Safeties won't win it for them. Okay? <laughs> Seven points. 
safeties. Two safeties and a field goal. Two safeties and a field goal. Oh, my God. When I saw Iowa State getting four in the DraftKings Sportsbook app, big board, I said, that's money. Uh, Michigan State, uh, minus 34.5. I'm actually going to take Akron, plus the 34.5. State will win by 28. And then my final pick, uh, Michigan, the night game. The debut of J.J. McCarthy as a starting quarterback. Uh, That number, I think, began at 48. Uh, It is up to 52. 52. On the big board uh, for DraftKings. I will take Michigan minus a 52 to cover. All right. All right. Good pick. They'll cover. All right, Tommy. Hey, thanks for putting up the $1,500 in the Beat Huge contest on the pro football picks. Everybody can play until Sunday morning. Thursday night game is always a freebie. $1,500 $1,500 in cash could be yours. Let's go to thehugeshow.net. It's a weekly contest. Uh, you can play once or every week. That's at thehugeshow.net. You have until Sunday. Tommy, enjoy your weekend. We'll talk next All week. All right, Bill, you too. Talk to you next week. All right, Tom Rosenbach, managing partner at Bean Garter, one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown GR. They service Michigan, Midwest, and beyond. Good people there. And Bean Garter putting up that $1,500. Make sure you get your pro football picks in each and every week at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Fridays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids. And some great shows have tickets on sale right now at vanandelarena.com. Keith Urban on September 22nd in downtown GR. The Judds on September 30th. Jason Aldean on October 8th at Van Andel Arena. The Grand Rapids Griffins open up their home season on October 14th. And also a great show with Carrie Underwood on October 18th at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Tickets available right now at vanandelarena.com and the usual Ticketmaster outlets. Also shows on the way include Bill Burr and Comedy on November 3rd, Five Finger Death Punch and Brantley Gilbert. The Grand Rapids Gold are now playing their G League home basketball games at Van Andel Arena. Get more information at vanandelarena.com and tickets at the Ticketmaster outlets where you buy your tickets. And also look for great shows at DeVos Performance Hall and great events at DeVos Place. And a special welcome to experiencegr.com and the West Michigan Sports Commission. Grand Rapids is now one of the go-to places in the Midwest and across America. And Fridays are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. You ready? Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill Sun. 
Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It's hour number two on a football Friday. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer inside this hour. Jeremy Reisman, pride of Detroit.com, at Detroit on Lion on Twitter. We'll talk about the Eagles and the Lions on Sunday. Now, if you're going down to the game from 10 a.m. until noon, I'll be at Tin Roof, your game day headquarters. The huge show in the Michigan Sports Network at Tin Roof for the first four Lions home games. So I'll be there at 10 a.m. until 12 noon walking around. Make sure you stop by, say hello. Complete sellout. Fans are ready. Lions are getting four points on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board. I love the Lions. Made the huge prediction. Lions 31, Eagles 28. Did I say 72-0? Michigan over Hawaii and the Spartans. Did I say 41-24? Was that what was the number I said on Michigan State? I forget what I do half the time. Not on predictions. Said Spartans by 28. That's the number. I 42-24. That's not right either. 42-14. That's what I said. My God, this live math on a football Friday. So entertaining. I can get you guys HD copies of it if you want it. Dave Burkett, Detroit Free Press Lions beat writer. Also on the Lions, what to expect not only Sunday, but this season. And we do have our Bud Light huge question of the day. What's your prediction on the Lions game on Sunday? You could make that. Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and also opt in on the Huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. And when you're watching the Lions on Sunday, whether it's at Ford Field, at your house, hanging out with friends, going to your local pub, enjoy a Bud Light if you're 21 and up. And chances are the Lions will have a better day and night. And you can join us on air at 1-866-838-4843. But we're so busy with our guest on this football Friday, I doubt I'll have time to take any calls. So the easiest way, add Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show. On Facebook, and opt-in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE out of 21,000. You know, the reason why I like the Lions, they're at home. It's going to be sold out. That's that's an advantage in the NFL. Aiden, I, I'm telling you, Aiden Hutchinson, I just... I like the defense. I like the way they're flying the ball in that preseason finale. I really think they're going to be vastly improved. They should have been a 5-6 win team a year ago. Seriously. Let's step back, and it's not drinking Honolulu Blue Kool-Aid. Or now somebody said, I'm on Honolulu Blue Crystal Meth. Okay, sure. Just like I want the Lions license plate, I'm going to go to my drug dealer and go, yeah, you know what? I'm feeling kind of uh, feisty with the football season. Do you have any Honolulu Blue Crystal Meth? Somebody said that on the text chain. Oh, you're not guzzling the Kool-Aid. What, because nine and eight? Eric Zane from the Eric Zane Show podcast. I was on his podcast this morning. He said I was guzzling the Kool-Aid. He has the Lions at one and 16. But he announced on Twitter he doesn't hate the Lions fans. I was so happy to see that knucklehead predict one and 16 because he's just getting trashed right now. What goes around comes around. 
go to Jeremy Reisman, prideofdetroit.com. You can find Jeremy on Twitter at Detroit Online. Sunday, it's for real uh, with the Eagles, who are you know top five team, I think, in the NFC. But it's in Detroit, sold out. Uh, Jeremy, what's your gut feeling on what goes down Sunday at Ford Field? Oh man, uh, starting off with the with the fireball there. Uh, you know, I, I agree with you that I think the Eagles might be a top five team in the NFC. In fact, I think I might have them as a top three team in the NFC. So that's a real tough uh, start for the Lions and. You know, I think the Lions are going to be a better team than they were last year, but I, I, it, I have a hard time figuring out scenarios in which the Lions win this one. So it's going to be, it, it might be, clo- it should be a lot closer than the last time the two teams faced. But uh, I, I, I'm not predicting a win this week. Let's just put it that way. Why? Why? I, uh, from your own observation point, watching, you know, the off-season training camp, hard knocks, everything, press conferences. Uh, why are you taking the Eagles over the Lions Sunday? I think it starts with the the running game really in both directions. And, and, you know, the Eagles basically had the best running game in the league last year. And we we saw how much they they were able to carve up the lines last year. And that's really where I think the Lions did it the least amount of work in the off season. You know, they they still have a lot of questions on the interior of the defensive line, especially with Levi Onzerike still sidelined due to injury. Um, Their linebacking core looks like it might be better, but I'm not ready to crown Malcolm Rodriguez yet. I'm not ready to crown Derek Barnes as a, a year two jump for him. So I, I just think stopping the run is a lot easier said than done with this Eagles team, and I don't think the Lions are equipped to do it. And then with all the, the offensive line shuffling that's already happening on the Lions side and the Eagles having maybe the best, most deep defensive front, I'm not sure the running game gets going for Detroit this week, and I feel like everything on offense is kind of predicated on that. So if they can't do that, I'm not sure what they'll be able to do on Sunday. Yeah, not knowing the injury situation, right? Right now with the groin, how serious that is. It was just precautionary on shutting him down here towards the end of the week. Uh, man, they can't lose V and Rag now and have 40% of their line gone against somebody like the Eagles. That, that's something to watch. Uh, and again, protection for golf uh, with all those receivers. Uh, I, I, like, I like the framework of where this team is at right now on and off the field, Jeremy. I don't think I've seen solid structure uh, on and off the field with the Lions. And this this may be ever. I'm being honest. Uh, total, total structure. There's a vision. There's a plan on and off the field. Yeah, no. And I, I think maybe in terms of, like, culture, you maybe saw something similar uh, when Jim Caldwell was here. But what you really didn't see was a commitment to truly rebuild. That hasn't – we haven't seen that in a very long time here. Um, and so I think that – it's kind of remarkable, right? It, 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 it seems like such a simple concept to, to tear down, you know, the, the foundation completely and, and commit to not doing these kind of fast rebuilds, right? And, and you know, just like loading up on, on free agents or, or trading all your picks to, 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 you know, get one or two guys. The Lions are really building this in a, in a slow and steady way to go along with changing the culture. And, and that is to me a, a unique con, you know, uh, a unique combination. And then, to put on top of that, it feels like they might be ahead of the trend with this with this whole like former player coaching staff thing. Like it seems something that that's a test, and it makes a lot of legitimate sense. You know, it, with with players needing kind of someone who, who to be their buddy, what better person to be that than someone who's played the game and knows the struggle of of you know the work week and, and all that sort of thing. So. I don't know. I, it, it feels like the Lions are on the precipice of at least trying something interesting and new. Um, obviously, the, the wins have to come for it to, to be a, a legitimate plan, but 
Um, yeah, it does feel unique. Uh, I, I think that's a, an easy way to put it. Beginning Sunday, Jeremy, you're sitting there at Ford Field, you're watching the game. Let's say we get to third quarter, and this is happening for the Lions against a quality team, a team like you have in your top three going in in the NFC, a team some feel even could win uh, the NFC if they could get home field advantage in Philly. If this, if this is going right for Detroit against a quality opponent that blew them out of the water a year ago, and it could dictate maybe a season going where nobody expected, because the NFL, you can flip it in a hurry. What would you have to see on Sunday that would say, wow, I didn't expect this that fast? Yeah, I mean, it starts with the defense, I think, because that's the unit I still think is pretty far away um, from, from truly competing. And so, you know, they put up 44 points last time. If you can cut that at least in half, I mean, if they, they held them under 20, that would that would start, you know. I, don't, I never, you never want to overreact to week one because everyone's still kind of feeling each other out, and a lot of players and, and teams are going to show a lot of rust. But if the Lions were to hold the Eagles under twenty points, that kind of drastic change might have me over, you know, rethinking what what the possibilities are, what the ceiling is for this team. Again, don't want to overreact to week one, but that would that would be a huge accomplishment, especially like I said, I don't expect them to be able to stop the Eagles' run if they can hold them like under a hundred yards, which I think. You know, the Eagles were held under 100 rushing yards twice of all last season. So if they could join that rank, then then I would really start thinking like, okay, maybe this is going to move along a little bit quicker than I thought. But uh, that's a pretty lofty goal for them, I think. Jeremy Reisman, Detroit.com. You can follow Jeremy and the Lions at Detroit on Lion, L-I-O-N. He's joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. So for the fans, they're going to be in attendance. Sold out, uh, maybe one of the highest in-demand uh, opening game tickets lines we've seen in a long time. What, what will look different offense to defense, and where is this team better than those same fans that watched their home opener a year ago? Well, yeah, I, th- I think it starts on, on offense, right? Um, they're, they're still going to ha- kind of have the same philosophy where they, they really want to run the ball. But now I feel like they've really got a passing game that, that complements that well with a lot of play action use, a lot of deep shots um, that, that we really didn't get to see at all in the preseason, when, at least when Jared Goff was quarterback. But you, you've got bigger threats. Um, you know, Josh Reynolds wasn't on this team a, a year ago, and obviously DJ Chark was their big free agency addition. I, I think that makes a huge difference with what they can do. And, it's it, you know, Amon Ra St. Brown is a much different receiver than he was at this point last year as well. And you combine all of that, some deep shot threats with – really good underneath route um, guy in, in, in TJ Hawkinson and in DeAndre Swift. And it feels like they just have a lot of weapons right now that, that they can utilize and giving them a lot of options. Now, again, it's all theoretical at this point, but um, I, I think offensively you should, it, it, it's understandable. I would say to, to expect a, a reasonable jump from, you know, 24th, 25th in the league to hopefully um, you'd hope with the weapons that they have, um, and, and with the way Jared Goff seems to be playing right now in, in the preseason, um, you know, jump into the top half, maybe maybe even knocking on the door of a top 10 offense. Is Hutchinson the best newcomer? Uh, not just the Michigan connection, you know, from Dearborn, everything is lining up for him to be the next rock star of sports in Detroit who have to do it on the field and also lead the team to something special. But is, is he the best newcomer in terms of impact from game one starting Sunday? Yeah, I don't think there's much of a question. I think I think the Lions are actually probably expecting 
kind of a, just not not a ton from the rookie class right away at least. You know, you, you have some guys still coming back from injury, and um, you know, Aiden Hutchinson basically assumed a starting spot one week into training camp. Like they did, they didn't mess around there. They they saw the potential. They saw everything that that they wanted to see, and and, and more. It sounds like so. You know, some of that is is probably training camp talk, and and you know, coaches hyping up their rookie players. But uh, at the same time, I think. Hutchinson has, has met every challenge that they've asked of him so far. And, you know, this is, this is a team that had almost no pass rush last year. You know, Charles Harris had a, had a good season, but he, it was kind of a one-man show there. And, and to give him someone like Aiden Hutchinson on the opposite side is going to make him a better player too. So I think Aiden Hutchinson's impact is going to go beyond what he's able to do. I, th- I think he's really going to make Charles Harris a, a better player, and, and hopefully that means the line's getting pressure from both sides. Jeremy Reisman, proudofdetroit.com, at Detroit on Lion, uh, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. Before I let you go, prediction on the game. Yeah, um, like I said, I, I don't like the matchup in terms of the lines. It's, it's not only that the Eagles are a really good team, but I think they kind of hit the lines where they're the, the weakest right now, especially when it comes to the Lions' run defense there. So I think the Eagles are, are going to have the ball for a really long time. I think they're going to control kind of the tempo of the game in the way that I think the Lions want to do on offense as well. And so I think it might be a little bit lower scoring than, than you'd expect from two teams that I think are expecting to have pretty good offenses just because they're going to have these long possessions that, that run a lot of clock. Um, but again, I, I just don't see the Lions keeping pace. So I got, I got the Eagles at 27, Lions at 20. Should be a good game, Jeremy. Enjoy it. Thanks for your time here on the Huge Show across Michigan. No problem. Thanks for having me. All right, Jeremy Reisman talking about the Lions and the Eagles on Sunday. Don't forget the Huge Show and the Michigan Sports Network. We'll be having our pregame party at Tin Roof. First four home games. The old Chellies, about a block away from Fort Field, right across the street from Comerica. I'll be there Sunday, 10 a.m. until noon. That's at Tin Roof in downtown Detroit, your game day headquarters. Bud Light, huge question of the day. What's your prediction on the Lions and the Eagles? 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. So we get the first Sunday in the NFL happening this weekend. And our friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and official sports betting partner of the NFL, they're giving new customers another can't-miss offer to celebrate the return of Sunday football for real in the NFL. Right now, new customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that promo code HUGE can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. And as an added bonus for Weekend number one, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. It's simple. Bet on an NFL team to win this weekend. If your team leads by 10 at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team ends up losing. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code HUGE when you sign up. And you'll get that $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on an NFL game this weekend, that's code HUGE, only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only, new customers only. 
Bonus issued as free bets. One early win token issued at opt-in. Moneyline bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. We'll talk more Lions football in the NFL. Dave Burkett, Lions beat writer for the Detroit Free Press. He'll join us next. And then after Burkett, uh, you will hear uh, my conversation later in this broadcast with Edwin uh, Marino. Uh, the 9-11 Memorial Stair Climb has taken place tomorrow, annual event. Huge crowd turns out. Uh, you can be a part of it. LMCU Ballpark, uh, just north of Grand Rapids. 8 a.m. tomorrow. Uh, the info is up at Huge Show on Twitter. The Huge Show on Facebook. We'll hear from Edwin uh, later. And also tomorrow morning, uh, I'll be at the Special Olympics Athletic and Inclusion Center, which is the old Grand Rapids South Christian High School, near 68th and South Division, south of GR. It will be the annual Step Up for Down Syndrome celebration, 9 a.m. until 3 p.m. I'll be the MC for the opening ceremonies tomorrow. It's open to the public. Uh, families that are connected uh, to kids and adults uh, with Down syndrome, special needs. Uh, it, it's a fabulous event uh, for all. If you want to be a part of it tomorrow, 68th and South Division, uh, south of GR, the old Grand Rapids South Christian High School, the new Special Olympics Athletic and Inclusion Center. And it's an honor uh, to be asked to be MC for that event tomorrow. The event will begin around 10 a.m. and I think 9 a.m. registration. Uh, They'll have so much for kids, adults, and families. That'll be happening 9 a.m. until 3 p.m. tomorrow, the Step Up for Down Syndrome event at the Special Olympics Athletic and Inclusion Center off of 68th Street near Division and 131 south of GR. From Petoskey to Detroit, this show is huge. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. If finding low prices on family favorites, fresh produce, pharmacy, pet supplies, home improvements, sporting goods, and lawn and garden is tripping you up, then shop Meyer, where one easy trip can save you lots of trips. Plus, save when you make the trip. Meyer credit card holders get 10 cents off per gallon at Meyer gas stations. Or save a trip with home delivery in the Meyer app. You'll get the same low in-store and sale prices delivered. Get more for your money at Meyer, where it's all just a trip away. Subject to credit approval, terms and conditions apply. See details at Meyer.com slash credit card. 
Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Garter, and they are growing. They have merged with Dorn Mayhew, a top 60 accounting and business firm in the U.S., so stronger together when it comes to Dorn Mayhew and Bean Garter across Michigan and all around America. You can find out more at beangarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com. Whether your business is small or big, no matter what your needs are, Bean Garter has been strengthening local businesses since 1949. They understand your ambitions, they share the responsibility of achieving your goals, and they over-deliver while giving you many different options when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at BeanGarter.com. That's BeanGarter.com. Bean Garter, a Dorn Mayhew firm. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan. It's a Van Andel Arena Friday. Want to welcome Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and also DeVos Place in Grand Rapids, along with Experience GR and the West Michigan Sports Commission. Title sponsors on our Fridays moving forward. Pretty cool. See the growth of Grand Rapids destination. Van Andel Arena now home to the Grand Rapids Gold, the G League affiliate. Of the Denver Nuggets, Andre Miller is their new head coach. Grand Rapids Griffins called Van Andel Arena home. Wings Top Farm affiliate. DeVos Performance Hall is really cool to see a show. And DeVos Place is an event and convention destination. Great shows there. Golf show, boat show, RV show, auto show. Thank you, Rich McKeegan and the team. And Van Andel Arena, DeVos Place, and also DeVos Performance Hall. We'll go give you an update on all the shows where you can buy tickets that are on sale right now. I know Bill Burr, that comedian, Superfly and I are going to check that out. That's coming up, I think, in November at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Let's go talk about the Eagles and the Lions on Sunday at Ford Field. Dave Burkett. Does a fabulous job as the beat writer for the Lions and the NFL for the Detroit Free Press. He is standing by on the Meyer guest line. Welcome back, David. What's up, Bill? How are you? Doing good. Uh, from the last time fans watched the Lions play a game, not a preseason game, a regular season game, to what they'll see on Sunday, uh, what do you take from that journey during the offseason for this team, and what are you expecting in terms of improvement? Yeah, I mean, um, I, I definitely expect improvement. Let's start there, right? I mean, this is a team that um, they were not good last year, and they squandered some games that they really should have won. I think they it was three games or four games that they lost on a, a last-second field goal or field goal as time expired, right? So you win three, and, and you let a couple of those loose, and uh, you know, all of a sudden it's a it's a different ball game if you win some of those. And you know, I think some of the the talent upgrades that they made on the roster. 
um, you know, the, the general, you know, decent health that they have right now, obviously they have some, some issues on the offensive line, but, but elsewhere they're, they're in pretty good shape. Um, you know, some of the, the additional playmakers and the way this offense has looked this, this summer under Jared Goff, um, I, I do expect them to take a step forward. And, and you know, if they don't, I, I think it would be disappointing for everyone involved, fans, coaches, players, uh, everyone who's, who's been pretty optimistic about where this thing is headed. You know, and we all have seen the names, Hutchinson and Rodriguez and Hard Knocks uh, brought the Lions to life like never before. Is this fabulous television, especially if you're a Lions fan or someone like yourself, David, who follows the Lions. Who's a name not on the media fan radar right now that, and not Jameson Williams with his injury, but I'm talking somebody on this active roster that you think could surprise and help the team on Sunday against the Eagles? Well, on Sunday, I, you know, I don't know that there's anyone that's that's really flying that far under the radar. I mean, obviously, I think I'm on Ross St. Brown is maybe he hasn't got, quite got the attention that that he deserves coming off the year he had because of the additions of Chark and uh, you know the talk about the offensive line and and you know Jamison sort of waiting in the wings. But I think he's going to be in for another really really nice season. And then look defensively, um, they don't have a ton of playmakers on that side of the ball. I do think some of you know how they how they do back there. It depends on you know Jeff Okuda and Deshaun Elliott. Let's throw both those into the sort of same category there. That they're both sort of um, essentially you know first time starters in, in this defense because Okuda missed all but one game last season, and they're both coming off season ending injuries. So I think the Lions are thin in that back end and, and really in the back seven. Um, and both those guys are being counted on to play significant roles for the Lions. Dave Bouquet, Lions beat writer, Detroit Free Press, follows the Lions in the NFL, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. And when you look at the NFC North, a lot of people are just anointing Green Bay the division. They have Rodgers, don't have a lot of name receivers, but he's one of those QB cats that can make anybody around him uh, better. He's done it. It's his track record. Uh, How do you break down the NFC North going into this season? Yeah, I'm with, I guess, the consensus area that I, I see it as Green Bay and them. You know, sort of everyone else. I mean, I don't think it's just Rodgers and Green Bay, too. You're right. They they don't have much in the, the way of the receiving core right now. But um, they've got two really good running backs, and I think they're going to have one of the you know top five or seven defenses in the league. So they should have enough to, to win what's a, a pretty mediocre, you know, NFC North. Um you know, the, the Minnesota Vikings, to me, are, are the, the number two team in the, the division. And, you know, that's a uh, look, I, I don't think that's a slam dunk by any means. But just given the, the talent they have, you know, some of the experience they have, they're farther ahead. Than, uh, the Lions are right now entering the season. Obviously, guys like Justin Jefferson, too, one of the, the best in the business already. So they, they have some, some big time players, you know, on that team. I, and then, you know, the Lions are, are number three in the division to me ahead of the Bears. I think the Bears have one of the worst rosters in the league. Um, you know, I don't know that they've done a, a good job surrounding Justin Fields with talent. And um, so, you know, if you weren't high on Justin Fields coming into to his NFL career, that I don't know how you, you know you expect them to succeed with, with what the Bears have done around them. So um, I think it's a, it's a rather clear-cut hierarchy. Maybe the Lions have a shot to get up to number two. and uh, uh, But other than that, I, I, I'd be surprised if anything else shakes out. How far away are the Lions? Uh, so, you know, sold-out crowd Sunday, a lot of anticipation. I think hard knocks really help the hype, but there's legitimate structure and a vision right now, something I haven't seen with the Lions in a long time. On the field, off the field, locker room, front office. Uh, it really is in place, and that that was the coolest thing about 
Hard knocks, David. Uh, for a fan who's maybe expecting more Sunday, but they're not there yet, where are they still lacking that you think will carry through the season where next offseason they could improve that? And like a lot of people are thinking, 2023 is a year the Lions really can make a big move. Yeah, I think it's two things. I think, you know, depth is still an issue on this team, right? You look at what the Lions have versus what some of these other teams have. And, you know, we're talking about guys in the, the back seven that, you know, haven't played, you know, they're rookies or, or have significant injury concerns. And um, I just don't know that given the, you know, the, the injury rate in the NFL, I, I just don't know that the Lions have enough to, to get through the, the season in a, a meaningful way, you know, without, you know, losing a, a game because they, they all of a sudden lose a key player for a week or two. Um, and then the other thing to me is just the, the amount of playmakers that they have. And, and, I think there's, uh, you know, Hutchinson should be one. He's looked really good this summer. Um, you know, Jameson Williams, you can certainly dream on him. We don't know exactly what he's going to be, but, um, you know, in time, he, he should be one. You know, maybe throw St. Brown in there and Swift and that offensive line. I think they have some parts on offense, but defensively, they, they just really seem to, to lack playmakers there. So, um, without a, a big time quarterback, and, and I do think Jared Goff has played much better this year than he has in the past, um, you know, I, I just, I, I think those are the two things that are really going to hold the Lions back from, you know, maybe reaching even greater heights. If the Lions had this or these guys, type of guys, if they had this right now, and, and that might be on multiple fronts, but if they had this, they could contend for the NFC North. What would that be, Dave? Um, you know, I'd say probably a shutdown cornerback is, is maybe the, the biggest thing missing from them right now, you know, and that's what I think, you know, a lot of people thought Okuda was going to be when he was drafted number three overall a couple years ago. But look, I, I'm optimistic about the pass rush. I think, again, Hutchinson is going to be a good player. Um, certainly he'll have some growing pains as a rookie, but, you know, he and, and uh, you know, Charles Harris up front is, is a good combo. Um, you know, you could say another defensive lineman, too, if they had another sort of, you know, horse up there, run stuff, or maybe to pair with Aline McNeil in the middle. Um, I think that would help. But, um, I, you know, I think they have at least enough depth up front on defense. That's the one area where they seem to have it, that if they had a big-time playmaker in that back seven and, and maybe specifically a, a shutdown cornerback, I could see this defense really turning a corner. Prediction, Eagles-Lions on Sunday. The other thing I was just going to say is, is a quarterback, right, too? I mean, if we're talking about Mahomes or somebody like that, it's it's a different story. Um, I've, I've got the Eagles winning, you know. Um, I think it's uh, going to be a lot closer game than it was last year, and, and I I know the Lions are fired up for this one, and to, to prove that last year was, was a fluke, you know, when they just they, they got run over for 230 yards rushing. Um, I think it's 27-24, 27-23, somewhere in that neighborhood where the Eagles win a close one. You know, when when you were just saying something and I was saying something, I thought I heard somebody talking in my ear, and I'm like, who in the hell is that? And then, then you're like, same time, same pauses. That was weird. That was awesome. Good stuff, Dave. Uh, appreciate your uh, opinions. Uh, joining us here Friday before the Lions uh, kick off the season on Sunday against the Eagles should be a good one. Uh, we'll talk soon. All right, you got it. We'll talk again. Yeah, that that was weird, Superfly. I'm like, is Superfly talking to me in my ear? And then he, same time as me, said something. I'm saying something. It was like a synchronized broadcasting team. 
Bud Light, huge question of the day. What's your prediction on the Lions and the Eagles on Sunday? You can answer that at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. Opt in on that Huge text chain. Text the word Huge to 21,000. I do want to thank our friends from Fabiano Brothers and all the great Anheuser-Busch distributors across Michigan that will serve up Bud Light on game day for all the Lions fans. Thanks to Fabiano Brothers and all the Anheuser-Busch distributors across Michigan. Your prediction, at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. I'm looking at some of the comments on the Huge text chain for my prediction that Michigan will shut out Hawaii 72 nothing. People are like, oh, you're your homer! Vanderbilt's horrible and scored 63 on Hawaii. Horrible. And you... You would think, well, maybe Hawaii would score a lot of points. Elon scored more on Vanderbilt than Hawaii did. Hawaii had 10 against Vanderbilt. They're getting shut out 72 nothing. I wanted to say 100 to nothing, but I'm not going to do what Eric Zane and the Eric Zane Show podcast, what they do to get attention. I wanted to say 100 to nothing. I wouldn't be surprised. Hardball, people are like, oh, he's not going to run it up. Hardball enjoys whipping anybody. Remember what he did to Chris Ash and Rutgers, right? Was that 78 or was that 74 on the road? It was in the 70s. It could be 100, but then I would look like ridiculous, and I've had ridiculous huge predictions. So I went with 72 nothing. They'll cover the 52 points that they're giving Hawaii on the DraftKings Sportsbook app Big Board. Callers online, Michigan will hear you next. Opt in to the huge text chain. Text HUGE to 21000. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Hey, this is Matt Shepard. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas? You can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Are you ready to hit the open road? You know, get out of Dodge. Meet us at the Detroit Camper Show. Vickers Trailer Sales specializes in towables. New and used pop-ups, retro-style campers, travel trailers, and fifth wheels. Browse inventory online at VickersTrailerSales.com. That's V-I-C-A-R-S TrailerSales.com. Call or text 313-291-9000. For over 53 years, Vickers makes happy campers. No big box store pressure, just mom and pop deals. Campers starting at $89.99. Or payments as low as $128 a month with 10% down and credit approval. Call or text 313-291-9000. Your adventure awaits at Vickers Trailer Sales. Coming right. 
right at you. The excitement you've been waiting for. Eagle Casino and Sports. The mobile casino made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Play slots and table games with live dealers at one exciting site. PlayEagle.com. Sign up today and get a match deposit up to $1,500. That's right, up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Go to PlayEagle.com and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Football Friday presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place all part of the downtown Grand Rapids experience. I'll go through some of the shows that have tickets on sale right now. There was a Major League Baseball competition committee vote that passed by a majority and will go into play in pro baseball in 2023. It wasn't unanimous. So they're going to add a pitch clock. They're going to have rules connected to the shift. And they're going to have larger bases. So they're going to have a hitter clock, a pitch clock. I love it. It's awesome. Good for them. I mentioned Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall. Great shows. And, and tickets are on sale for a ton of events. Keith Urban, September 22nd at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Tickets at VanAndelArena.com, your usual Ticketmaster outlets. The Judds. September 30th, Jason Aldean, October 8th. Uh, The Grand Rapids Griffins will open up their 2022-2023 season. The Wings Top Farm Affiliate Hockey in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. That will be October 14th and 15th. Carrie Underwood, October 18th. Some huge shows at Van Andel. Royal Comedy Tour. On October 29th, also speaking of comedy, Bill Byrne, November 3rd. I'll be at that show. I love that guy. Five Finger Death Punch, Brantley Gilbert, the Grand Rapids Gold, the Denver Nuggets G League team. They have moved to Van Andel Arena where they play their home games in downtown GR. Jim Gaffigan on November 18th. Some big comedy shows coming to Van Andel Arena. He's hilarious. He's phenomenal. Trans-Siberian Orchestra is a holiday favorite on December 4th. Tickets, everything you need. At VanAndelArena.com, your local Ticketmaster outlet. And hockey fans, the Great Lakes Invitational, which used to be played over on the east side of the state, is now at Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids. That will be on December 27th and 28th. So all the details at VanAndelArena.com. A DeVos Performance Hall, just a few blocks away from Van Andel. They got the Grand Rapids Symphony shows, which are fabulous. Zach Williams, Gordon Lightfoot. That's kind of a cool kickback show. And DeVos Performance Hall's fabulous place. Randy Rainbow, the Pink Glasses Tour. That's been rescheduled. Yeah, so I just want to make sure everyone got that. Alice Cooper at DeVos Performance Hall on September 21st. I think Risden says he was 
or said he's going to that show. Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons, September 23rd at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Blue Man Group on tour, September 27th and 28th at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. And Grand Rapids Symphony, as good as any symphony in the country. And then they got the Broadway shows, which roll through DeVos Performance Hall starting October 11th, a Tootsie. And it looks like they'll have shows the 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th, 15th, 16th. Week of shows there. So there you go. Uh, DeVos Performance Hall. Van Andel Arena. Look, look at the action in downtown Grand Rapids. Easiest way to get your tickets, Ticketmaster Outlets. And anybody listening across the state, trust me when I say you come down for a weekend... See a show at Venando Arena, DeVos Performance Hall. Experience the restaurants, the food, the nightlife, the hotel accommodations. You won't be disappointed. I mean that. I want to thank Rich McKeegan and his team for the partnership over the next year, bringing you Fridays on the Michigan Sports Network and the huge show. Venando Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and the DeVos Place Convention Center. They have a ton going on in the Experience GR Dot com. You want to learn more. And the West Michigan Sports Commission. I mean, one thing about downtown, you can see when they got a huge basketball, volleyball tournament, something going on. It means a lot to businesses and to this area. And that's what the West Michigan Sports Commission was put together for, uh, to put GR on the map. And they're doing it. Good things are happening in downtown Grand Rapids. Conversation coming up. Next hour, more on the Lions and the Eagles. Also, J.J. McCarthy's debut at quarterback against Hawaii tomorrow night. Wolverines a 52-point favorite on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board. 52, and they're going to cover because I made the huge prediction at 72 to nothing. Lions win 31-28 in state by 28. They're not going to cover the 34 and a half. That's what I told Tom Rosenbach earlier from Bean Garter. Now, remember, if you miss any interview, any hour, any full show, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Now, the Bills hammered Stafford and the Rams. I didn't see that coming. They looked awesome last night. Stafford and the Rams looked uninspired. Season's not over after one game. That was a Stafford I expected to see a year ago. Seriously. So the NFL continues on Sunday. The Beat Huge Pro Football Picks Contest is back. $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Garter could be yours. You have until Sunday morning to play every week through the big game at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge. following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Fridays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids. And some great shows have tickets on sale right now at vanandelarena.com. Keith Urban on September 22nd in downtown GR. The Judds on September 30th. Jason Aldean on October 8th at Van Andel Arena. The Grand Rapids Griffins open up their home season on October 14th. 
and also a great show with Carrie Underwood on October 18th at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Tickets available right now at vanandelarena.com and the usual Ticketmaster outlets. Also, shows on the way include Bill Burr and Comedy on November 3rd, Five Finger Death Punch, and Brantley Gilbert. The Grand Rapids Gold are now playing their G League home basketball games at Van Andel Arena. Get more information at vanandelarena.com and tickets at the Ticketmaster outlets where you buy your tickets. And also look for great shows at DeVos Performance Hall and great events at DeVos Place. And a special welcome to ExperienceGR.com and the West Michigan Sports Commission. Grand Rapids is now one of the go-to places in the Midwest and across America. And Fridays are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It's our number three on a football Friday presented by our friends from Anandal Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Rich McKeegan and the team over at Van Andel Arena. Inside this hour, we'll talk about the Lions and the Eagles. Lomas Brown will join us. Then it's Michigan and J.J. McCarthy. His first start against Hawaii tomorrow night. My conversation with Doug Skeen. Five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman at Michigan. Also a co-host of the Michigan Football Podcast you can hear with Chris Ballas at TheWolverine.com. And then we'll end the hour with a conversation with Ed Marino about the 9-11 Memorial Stair Climb tomorrow at LMCU Ballpark just north of GR. All that coming up inside our final hour. Let's go talk about that Michigan game tomorrow night. The debut with J.J. McCarthy, Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman, late 80s, early 90s. He's standing by on the Meyer guest line. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing well, Bill. I missed that headline about that name change in the Washtenaw County illegal name log. I missed that one. Hey, Was- Washtenaw County name change.com. Get your website straight, Skeener. Okay. Jesus Jackson uh, McCarthy. I... Hey, man, Jesus. Hey, we'll go with Jesus. Being called Jesus is a little over the top. Uh, he, a bit much. It yeah. is. He was at the University of Michigan pool. He was working out and walking on water, getting ready for the start tomorrow. That's what I heard. And uh, throwing the football, uh, you know, from end zone to end zone and uh, running and running at 3940. And the, the legend just grows of uh, Mr. JJ. And uh, we all know how talented he is, but. Let's let's pump the brakes a little bit here. It is Hawaii. Um, they are just short of terrible, and um, I'm not so sure what we're really going to learn tomorrow night. But I guess it'll be it'll be entertaining nonetheless. You're Cade McNamara, and all week long it's been about 
you lead your team to a 51-7 win, right, against Colorado State. And all week it's about J.J.'s first start, and you led your team to wins at Penn State, at Wisconsin, at Nebraska, uh, beat Ohio State at home, took your team and beat Iowa, thrashed them in the first appearance for Michigan in the Big Ten title game, went to the Final Four. Nobody would have looked good against Georgia that day. And you're hearing all this, and you know your job's on the line. What do you think's going through the mind of Cade McNamara? Bill, just listening to you describe that's got me fired up. If I'm if I'm Kate McNamara, I'm pissed. I'm ready to show the world what I you know, what my credentials really are and what I not only what I did last year, but I'm still here. I'm the guy that led Michigan to a Big Ten title in the first time in just short of twenty years. Beat Ohio State and God knows how many years and and played rather doggone well on the way and, and yet um, some people are writing me off and, and thinking that I'm not worthy. I, if I'm if I'm Kate, I'm absolutely irritated and salty, and I'm guessing that's probably the way he's approaching every aspect of his game right now is to fight and show people that. Uh, oh, by the way, I'm the guy that led the led the thing last year, and that doesn't dismiss the, the capabilities of JJ. But for some of the fans who just think, "Wow, thank God we're getting rid of this other quarterback who's no good," well, come on, man. There's a there's a Big Ten title hanging in the bu- in the building down there now that hadn't been there in a long long time and and Kate did that and so if if I'm Kate yeah I'm I'm probably pretty irritated about now. One thing about Hawaii I think they're the worst team in D1 football in Michigan 52 point favorite uh, last time I saw on the DraftKings sports book app big board it could have changed. Even even if McCarthy is 20 for 21 with five touchdowns. I know it's prime time, it's a night game, but you can't take anything away from that outside of him maybe getting some nerves out because it's Hawaii. Yeah, Bill, and this is where Coach Harbaugh and the staff have to keep keep things under uh, a scope of reality here. Um, you know, there's, there's a pretty high probability that J.J. is going to absolutely light it up and run wild and do whatever the heck he wants because, like I said, and you just justified there, Hawaii is terrible. They're an absolutely terrible football program right now. So, you know, I, I, I think to think that we're going to put all kinds of weight or Jim Harbaugh and his staff are going to put all kinds of weight in this performance against this opponent, I think it's a little short-sighted. I, I would guess that both quarterbacks, everybody that plays, is probably going to do pretty well, probably, probably grade out pretty high tomorrow night uh, when they watch the film on Sunday. And, and so I, I don't know that, that, that this is going to, you know, really – determine what this team really is made of, this Michigan football team after this this opponent here. I, I would like to think, and if I'm Jim Harbaugh, I've got two of these guys battling for this job. It's not a two-week audition. It's probably a month of September audition. And then things are going to get real when Michigan travels to Iowa. We'll see We'll see what kind of a, the resumes say at that point. And if I'm Jim, I'm probably looking at it that way. What are you expecting from J.J. McCarthy tomorrow? And Doug Skeen, by the way, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman with Michigan co-host of the Michigan Football Podcast with Chris Ballas at thewolverine.com. He's joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. What, what do you expect to see? And if you see this, what does it do to your impression or impressions of the McNamara-McCarthy QB battle? Well, as far as J.J. goes, it's the one question I've always wondered is, is is he going to force things? If he goes out there against a terrible opponent, if he goes out there tomorrow night 
and there's evidence that he's forcing things and throwing some passes to some spots where he shouldn't because it's smarter, more productive, more conservative place to put it, or that's where the offense dictates that he puts it. If he gets greedy and starts slinging it around against the Hawaii, then that is not an indicator. But if he's disciplined with the football, throws it exactly where he's supposed to go based on the reads he's seeing in that secondary back there and what he sees from his receiving core, and he's efficient and he's comfortable and he's moving around, that's what you want to see. Uh, I, I would guess that Harbaugh could probably drop 100 points tomorrow night. He's not going to do that. So if it's like week one, we're probably going to see maybe six, maybe eight different running plays. Some of those are going to be read options. And J.J.'s going to have a chance to pull that football and run around the end. He can easily probably have 100 yards of rushing himself once he gets loose into a secondary. The kid can clearly run. And so that's what you want to see out of J.J. because those are his strengths, right? His, his feet are, are really, really good. He's got speed. But I'm curious as to what he does with that football when given choices, where's he going to put it? And his time in there against uh, Colorado State, he was measured. He did a nice job. He didn't, he didn't press. He didn't throw it where it didn't belong. That's exactly what you want to see out of any quarterback. That's what we saw out of McNamara all of last year, with the exception of a couple throws. And that's what you have to have, a quarterback that can run an offense and not put the ball at risk. I was distracted for a moment, Skeener, because I'm looking at TV coverage of O.J. Simpson at SoFi last night, and a bunch of people in Stafford jerseys are getting their picture with O.J. Simpson. So uh, it's only only in L.A. Uh, we now resume the conversation already in progress with Doug Skeen talking about Michigan-Hawaii, J.J.'s debut tomorrow night. All right, away from the J.J. conversation, which is good for everybody because everyone has an opinion, uh, what are other storylines connected to this team that people aren't seeing right now that are positive? moving forward when they get to big games or things that could hurt the team? Well, the concerning ones first, uh, left tackle Ryan Hayes, is he going to be in the lineup? How's his health? Carson Barnhart went out last week with injury, who was the backup who played for uh, Hayes there at left tackle. Michigan's got a really talented group of offensive linemen, but we need to keep them healthy heading into October, so I'm interested to see what's going on there. Um, I also want to see uh, the right tackle, Trente Jones, who's a very, very talented guy. I'd like to see him clean up a little bit of his pass protection. Last week he, he gave up a sack against a defender from Colorado State, and that needs to be cleaned up. You can't let people hit your quarterback, no matter who it is back there. So offensively, I'm a little concerned about that. I think on the positive side, Michigan's defense looked so doggone good last week. I would expect him to do the same against, again, a, a Hawaii team that is not very good. That Michigan defensive line should continue to uh, grow in their confidence level of being able to get after a quarterback on their own without having to bring blitzes. So I would expect we're going to see that. But, Bill, it's, it's just hard to get too excited about anything when your opponent is this soft. And, and you know, you're probably going to blow them out. So, you know, if Michigan goes ahead and does that and just runs up and down the field and absolutely stuffs them, I'm, not, I'm just not going to get too excited about anything because it's Hawaii and, you know, they've given up 150 points and I think they've only scored about 20-something so far this year. And they're just not very good. So I'm pumping the brakes on the excitement and it, it just is what it is, this schedule. 
doesn't allow for a whole lot of real measurements going on. They're, they're indicators, Bill, but they're not true measurements, and we're not going to see that until early October. I agree. Month of September almost feels like preseason to a point, especially with UConn coming in. Uh, man, uh, those three, you know, Colorado State, I, I think they'll end up uh, being probably somewhere around a 500 team. They weren't that bad, and Michigan looked good, but Hawaii and UConn stink, so we'll see what happens. Uh, J.J. McCarthy's first start tomorrow night. Uh, who are some new faces that you liked in game one that when we get to those big games starting in October that will help Michigan on both sides of the ball or on special teams? Well, that's a great question, Bill. I, I think, again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get selfish here and talk about depth and offensive line. We've got an All-American candidate in Olobotimi at center there, the transfer from Virginia. There's a young man named... Uh, uh, Crippen, who is the backup center, um, he showed a little bit of promise last year in the limited limited time that he's uh, gotten in the game. I really liked what I saw out of him, but it was only a handful of snaps. So I want to see him get in there and mix it up at the center position because in, uh, one injury away, we're going to need a different center in there. I know we got Zinter who can play the center position as well, but the depth in the offensive line is always a concern, especially now when you got two guys automatically uh, not not in the healthy side of things there with Barnhart and Hayes. So offensive line-wise, I, I think it continues to, to, to be a focus for me. The defensive line played eight guys last week, a rotation of eight. And, uh, you know, can, can they continue to uh, have the same production? I think they will. Again, tomorrow night they're probably going to be running wild, having a lot of fun, and they should. But going into the season, is it going to continue to be that same rotation of eight? Can all eight guys get in there and have that kind of production uh, without leaving maybe just four or five in the production lineup? Uh, so, again, it's, it's hard to say because of the quality of the opponent, the quality of the offensive line that that defensive line is playing. But when, when that question is posed to me about who are the new faces, I always look to the trenches for Michigan because as go the trenches, usually as goes the success of Michigan football. Here's a question I want to ask you that if you're hardball in Michigan and you elevated to the championship level last year, and I know you make schedules well in advance. That's why you had Colorado State and you have Hawaii tomorrow night at the big house and UConn. But why wouldn't you have tried to fight for a big game early where you could really judge McNamara and McCarthy, where you might have gotten rid of Hawaii and, and popped someone else in there that you know, at least maybe, you know, Matt Caliber or lower level uh, Power Five conference to see where your quarterbacks really are at? You know, that's a good question. And we don't know that Jim didn't argue for that, but maybe it just couldn't happen because of scheduling obligations from these other schools. But I agree with the idea that you want to play a game in September that is some kind of indicator and puts your players under some kind of pressure with high expectations and a little bit of hype going in. We don't have any of those games here in September. The closest thing may be Maryland because it's the Big Ten opener. But I would have loved to have seen Michigan play. Line me up with the lower end of the SEC. I don't care. Well, you know, give me an eight, give me Boston College. Give me uh, give me someone from the ACC. I don't you know something more than the middle of the bottom of the barrel Mountain West teams. Uh, again, doesn't really do anything for me, and I'm guessing that the, this head coach, Harbaugh, and his staff would probably like to have seen a better lineup of opponents as well so they can get a, a higher level of confidence 
and certainties as to what they've got in their starting lineups. But it just it just stinks this year that this schedule is it is what it is, and we're not going to know until October just how good this team is. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman, late 80s, early 90s, also a co-host on the Michigan Football Podcast. You can hear at thewolverine.com. Joining us on the Meyer Guest Line, Michigan-Hawaii, big house tomorrow night, 8 p.m. The first start for J.J. McCarthy should be interesting, at least for a while. I do wonder, uh, you know, again, if you have an ongoing QB battle, Doug, and people are saying, well, he's just going to hand off and get out of there, then why why not use J.J. start against someone else? The only thing I can think he wants the nerves out uh, from him, a full half where you could watch film, compare it to Cade. I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out Harbaugh's strategy here. Well, what we, there's a lot of things we don't know, Bill. Part of that strategy, I'm sure, is probably the first half of that football game, certainly the first good chunk of the first quarter, is probably going to be scripted, right? Um, Harbaugh and his offensive coaches are going to put J.J. in situations and see if he can just execute the plan. Or is he going to go off plan and start doing his own thing? Uh, And I'm guessing, again, based on what I saw against Colorado State, that plan and that playbook is pretty thin right now. Uh, I'm not joking. I, I think Michigan ran about maybe six or eight different running plays in that entire Colorado State game just out of different formations. So it's pretty simple stuff. So, you know, you're going to put him out there, see how he does in that first series. I'm guessing that J.J. is going to do just fine. He's played a lot of football for Michigan in some big, big moments. And tomorrow won't be the biggest that he's already seen. He's already been in big games before. So, uh, you know, the difference is he's, he's, he's trotting off the sideline the first time Michigan gets the ball. I guess, you know, that that is one difference. But the, the quality of opponent should – he should absolutely be comfortable with, the, with what he's walking into tomorrow night. And so I would think he's going to light it up. But when you, when, you took, when you put out there your players in the first time in a starting role and everything's scripted and you know what the plays are going to be called before you even take the field, coaches are going to look and see exactly are your feet going where they belong, are your eyeballs looking where they belong from a, for your quarterback. You drop back in that first time you're throwing the football. Are you looking off to get safeties to roll to one side of the field before you throw the ball the other way? Are you executing your fakes and your rollouts when you when you hand the ball off on a read zone and and you give that ball to Corum or Edwards? Are you really executing that 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 fake that you've got the football around the end, or are you, are you turning back and watching football? Tiny little things coaches love to magnify and highlight. That's exactly what Harbaugh and company are going to be doing with this start. Enjoy the game tomorrow night, Doug. We'll talk soon. Bill, thank you. Go Blue. All right. Doug Skeen joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with the University of Michigan Athletics. I do have a message from my friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Huge kickoff game last night. And some people were getting the hookups. And guess what? Uh, With all the games on Sunday and Monday, you still can get in on the return of the NFL. Right now, new customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code HUGE when they sign up, can bet just $5 and you'll get $200 in free bets instantly. And that's 5 bucks on any NFL team to win on Sunday or Monday. Use that promo code HUGE when you sign up. And also, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. It's simple. Bet on an NFL team to win this weekend. If your team leads... 
at any point during the game, you'll be paid instantly. And that's 10 points. Even if your team loses. So if they lead by 10, you win instantly. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Uh, Use promo code HUGE when you sign up to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet for this Sunday or Monday. That's code HUGE. Only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. New customers only. Bonus issued on free bets. One early win token issued at opt-in. Moneyline bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for the incredible Tellymore Golf Resort. Now they're located in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. That's less than an hour north of Grand Rapids. And as the summer winds down, they still have great stay-and-play packages available. Go to TellymoreGolf.com. That's Tellymore golf.com don't forget about the fall rates that will happen after september you can follow the rate changes at tellymoregolf.com and if you live in the west michigan area or around mount pleasant midland cadillac wherever you're close to driving in and playing 18 or 36 you don't have to stay and play but i do recommend the stay and play packages at tellymoregolf.com still a lot of summer golf remaining And if you're looking to book a wedding, reception, a special event, they can handle it. Go to TellyMoreGolf.com. And real estate is pretty big at Tellymore. See everything you need at TellyMoreGolf.com. That's TellyMoreGolf.com. Coming right at you. The excitement you've been waiting for. Eagle Casino and Sports. The mobile casino made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Play slots and table games with live dealers at one exciting site. PlayEagle.com. Sign up today and get a match deposit up to $1,500. That's right, up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Go to PlayEagle.com and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We'll pick up the phone, talk to Lomas Brown on the Meyer guest line from the Lions Radio Network, former Lion grade. And Lomas, I was just talking with Frank Schwab from Yahoo.com, and I asked him the question, surprise playoff teams in the AFC and NFC. He said AFC won't be a surprise because it's so loaded. But he said the Lions in the NFC. 
Oh wow! Yeah, wow, wow! That that that's well, that a, that's a that's three wowser. That that's a wow wow wow. That's a that's a stunner there. They, it really is huge. I mean, I mean, he, I know a lot of people are expecting a lot of big strides from the Lions this year, and I definitely know that they're going to play better. They're going to be a better team than last year. Uh, I don't expect to see any 44-6 to six games like what happened versus Philadelphia last year. Um, but huge. We still got some – it's still some tough opponents. Still, And I don't think the NFC – I know the AFC, they're loaded, especially, like you say, the AFC West. But the NFC, it's not too shabby either. I mean, when you talk about the Bucks and you talk about the Saints, you talk about Philadelphia. You talk about Dallas is another team they've been talking about. Of course, in our division, you talk about Green Bay, maybe Minnesota. Uh, but, you know, I don't think, the, you know, then you look at the NFC West with all the teams out there, you know, with San Fran and, you know, all the teams in Arizona that they got out there. I don't think the NFC is as weak or as far behind the AFC as a lot of people think. So I still think it's going to be a tough road in the NFC to try to get into the playoffs. How do the Lions get in? When you look at the roster, when an outsider with a viewpoint not locked into any connection to the Lions, the state of Michigan, Detroit, none of that, why do you think he would look at this team and think they could be the surprise team in the NFC this year? Well, I mean, again, I, 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 I know he's looked at this coaching staff. So I know that's got to be a motivating factor, which is a motivating factor for me. These guys, just these coaches are going to refuse to let these guys play bad. You know, I just think, and keep them on the team. So I think it's going to be a heightened level of accountability uh, with the coaching staff and with these players on the team. The other thing I look at, too, I'm thinking that he thinks that we're not going to be one of these teams, these explosive teams, meaning, you know, you're going with these five-play 80-yard drives or five-play 90-yard drives. I think they're looking at us as being more of a team that's going to have to grind out drives. So looking at us as a team that's going to go on a 10-play, a 12-play, 14-play drive. Um, And I, I, I think by that happening, I think, one, you keep the opposing offense on the sideline, and two, that helps your defense from the standpoint of making adjustments, getting rest, and keeping them off the field, too. So I, I think those probably are the reason why they think we'll be more of a ball-control team, so we'll take the air out the ball, so the teams won't have as many opportunities on the offensive side of the ball to put points up against our defense, and hopefully our offense should be where we think it's going to be a huge, which should be the catalyst for this team, especially our offensive line. What about that O-line uh, with no Vitae in there? Uh, when you look at uh, Kramer being banged up, uh, you know, you are you haven't had that group play together. You could have to patchwork it uh, on that right side. Uh, your thoughts on that impact in the Eagles game on Sunday? Yeah, I hate to see it. I hate to see it, you know, especially all the work they put in 
doing training camp and not for that offensive line, those five guys to be together. I sure hate seeing that. Um, I think we do. I think with the play that our backups got last year, Evan Brown, Kramer, uh, Matt Nelson, I think with the play that a lot of those guys got last year, um, it should bode well for those guys being able to step in there. But it's nothing like having your starting offensive line or your starters in there on the offensive line. I think, yeah, I think the adjustment is that they're going to have to make some adjustments. You're definitely going to have to do that. And the one thing I was saying, Huge, was I thought that the one thing we we were going to have to do against Philly this year or Sunday is we're going to have to start early. We, we're not going to be able to wait. Last year, watching that 44-6 game, you know, it was like we were walking in quicksand, man. Everything was so slow. We weren't there emotionally into the game. So, of course, Philadelphia jumped on us. This year, it needs to be the opposite. We need to come out and try to set the tempo because it's going to be one and loss up front. You better believe it. They're bringing in a great defensive line, and they're bringing in the number one offensive line. So we're going to have to win our battles at that line of scrimmage, but you're going to have to start early. You can't wait to the second quarter, the third quarter, to try to get tempo you got to come out the gate from the opening whistle with tempo and being willing to dominate the line of scrimmage. That measuring stick from last year to this year on where the team has gone from Campbell to the coaches to the changes to the draft to the offseason, uh, hard knocks down the list, you're going to get a comparison on Sunday from Eagles, Lions, and Detroit in 2021 Eagles, Lions, in Detroit, 2022 this Sunday. That really is a gauge game. Not necessarily if they have to win it, but let's say they lose 27-24. It's a great game till late in the fourth quarter. They give up a crappy field goal, but they play them tough considering what happened a year ago. I really think this game has much more meaning than just a win or a loss. I agree. I agree 100% with you. And I'm also make this statement, which won't be a popular statement, but if that does happen, a 27-24 loss, it's a moral victory. And I know Coach Campbell, if he's listening to me right now, I know he's cringing, and I know those players are cringing hearing me say that. But, hey, you take that. You take it. And, and, and if that game, like you say, if it ends the way it ends, you have to look at it as a moral victory. You just have to, and you have to build upon that. You take your small victories. I think with this team, you got to take small victories away. And a victory may not be a victory. It may be a close loss. It may be a hard-fought loss. But you, you have to look at it in terms of, of victories for us. So I know, Hughes, we want to win all the games. That's what they're in the business to do. That's why you play the game is to win the game. But we know where we are right now. We know what we're trying to build to. And if you could play a Philadelphia team tough like that, you know, a team that some people have going to the Super Bowl, some people have winning the NFC East with that team. If you could take a small victory away from the first game of 2022 going up against a team like that, you take it. You take it and you build upon that. And like I say, I know that's not popular to hear coming from me, but I, I'm being realistic. You take what you can from some of these games. 
Bowman's Brown from the Lions Radio Network talking about the Lions and Eagles. Their opener Sunday for both teams in Detroit. Lions are a four-point home underdog uh, from last year to this year. Lomas, uh, on this roster that's go- rolling in and healthy uh, to play Sunday, give me the most improved offensive players, top three, and the most improved defensive players. Wow. So I'm going to say – I'm gonna stay off the line. I'm gonna say definitely. I, I, I'm expecting Amara Ross St. Brown to keep uh, keep elevating his game. I really am. I'm just looking forward to that. I'm definitely looking forward to T.J. Hawkinson doing the same with his game. I think he could have a big big year over there. And you know, I I, I just got to look at Jared Goff because Jared is going to have to take a step. He's going to have to. There's no ill fans or buts about it. He's going to have to take a big step um, up uh, this year for us to win. Um, and then if I look at the defensive side of the ball, I'm definitely looking at Alex Anzalone. You know, he's the guy that's going to have the green dot on the back of his helmet. He's the quarterback of the defense. And we know it's going to be a lot of pressure on our linebacker positions, especially with us going to this fourth, this wide 4-3 defense. I'm also looking at Big Aline McNeil to have a good year. The big fella, man, he's he holding down that middle. So I'm expecting him to make a second-year jump. And then my, my other guy is going to be Tracy Walker. I mean, Tracy got the contract here. Tracy, to me, can be the un, undivided leader on that defensive side of the ball. And I, people just don't realize how important that safety position is because that safety position kind of can control the run and the pass versus the defense. So those are probably the six guys that I'm looking at that I'm really going to put, you know, look at them as having a lot of pressure on them to kind of bring the whole team up and to also bring their level of play up to where they could be dominant, dominant players out on the field. Lomas Brown from the Lions Radio Network joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. What are you hearing out of Allen Park on when Jamison Williams will make his Lions debut? Oh my God, I can't wait, Huge. I just, I just can't wait to see that speed on the field at full tilt. I just can't wait to see that because, I, I, I mean, I'm licking my chops because of how fast they say this guy is. From what I'm hearing, I'm still hearing kind of like the October time frame, you know, for him. And I, I don't – it don't matter to me, Huge, as long as when he comes back – He's fully healthy. As long as they let him get fully healthy, I don't care if it took a year for that to happen. I just want him fully healthy. I just want to see that speed on display because I know it's going to be something special to see this young man run the way he can run, take the top off of the defense. He's going to create so many other opportunities for the receivers, for the running backs, for the tight ends because of what he'll be able to threat that he'll be to those safeties. Somebody, they're going to have to keep somebody over the top of him because of that speed. So I can't wait to see him. So all I want them to do is make sure he's healthy before they put him out there on the field. Before I let you go, Lomas, what's your prediction? Eagles-Lions Sunday at Ford Field. Oh, man, I think it's going to be a – I'm expecting a lot, lot better game than what I've been sitting down watching from last year 
Um, huge. I, I, you know what? I wouldn't even be shocked if it was what you said, 27-24 game, a three-point game. You know, but I do think Philly got – I think they just got too much for us right now. But I do think it should be a better game than we talked about and that we witnessed last year. That's what I'm looking for. Almost, I can hear the excitement in your voice. You'll be there uh, with TJ Lang and Dan Miller on the Lions Radio Network Sunday, Philly in town at Ford Field. Lomas, always appreciate your time. Absolutely huge. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Experience the thrills of fight night with BetMGM. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Sign up today using my bonus code, ShepBet100, and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Get in the ring and enjoy instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, player props, boosted odd specials, and the best daily promotions in the business. You can even wager on the MMA showdown in Las Vegas on September 10th, featuring a main event with two hard-hitting welterweight contenders. Simply download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter my bonus code, ShepBet100, and your very first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. This is a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. This Saturday, it's a special morning at LMCU Ballpark, just north of Grand Rapids, the annual 9-11 Memorial stair climb will take place. You still can be a part of it as a spectator. Uh, you can climb the stairs. You can cheer on fire departments from all across Michigan that will be there. Edwin Marino and his family and great sponsors all have made sure that people will never forget what happened on September 11th, 2001. And the 9-11 Memorial stair climb happens this Saturday morning on the west side of the state. And Edwin is standing by. How you doing, my friend? Good afternoon, Bill. Uh, let's talk about for somebody who's never been to a 9-11 Memorial Stair Climb, if they want to take part and climb the stairs, if they want to cheer on the participants, break down what's happening this Saturday. Well, it starts at 8 o'clock with an on-site registration. So if you've never climbed before or experienced it, come on out and feel free to register. And you can go around a marked area of the ballpark four times, which is the equivalent of 110 flights of the World Trade Center. We do have Gatorade and refreshments, uh, Marge's Donuts to to keep your energy up. It's a um, fun morning, uh, walking with the firefighters and a lot of families. We, we do this on the Saturday closest to 9-11 because we want families out there together with the firefighters. And to be honest, nobody's counting the steps. We want you to enjoy the time, honor those uh, that went before you. But if you feel like you need to take a break, feel free. More importantly, we want you to come out. So for anybody listening that's saying, you know what, I want to come out and climb the stairs or just watch, uh, what do they need to do? Well, if you want to register prior to, you can go to firehero.org, which is the National Fallen Firefighters Foundation site, which 
We'll also list the Grand Rapids Memorial Stair Climb, or you can find us on Facebook, and there is a registration page that will walk you through that process. And if you want to come out the morning of, you can certainly do that, and we have on-site registration starting at 8 a.m. And spectators are free if they want to cheer on people who are climbing or cheer on local firefighters or statewide uh, units that uh, take part in it? Absolutely. Come on out and have a seat. There's plenty of good seats available, and enjoy and cheer on those that are climbing. And the money raised from the 9-11 Memorial Stair Climb, which, by the way, Edmund Marino from the 9-11 Memorial Stair Climb, that happens this Saturday at LMCU Ballpark in Comstock Park, just north of Grand Rapids. The money raised, uh, where does it go? 100% of the funds raised goes to the National Fallen Firefighters Foundation, which helps firefighters across the country and and locally here in our community, uh, helps with the families, helps with scholarships, helps with whatever needs that they have if they happen to lose a loved one uh, in the line of service. So you can just uh, Google 9-11 Memorial Stair Climb Grand Rapids, uh, Facebook 9-11 Memorial Stair Climb, uh, Edwin Marino and his family, good people, and the, the sponsors. Let's give a shout out to everybody who has stepped up to help you and also help firefighters and help us all never forget. Yes, we've had great support. Uh, you know, we have LMCU Ballpark, HME, Aaron's Fox, which is uh, right here in town. Um, we have, um, you know, the Belfort Restoration and Protection that is sponsoring the breakfast. We have Herman's Boy, uh, Phoenix Burn Society. We, we have, I don't want to forget anybody. Um, they are listed on our, our Facebook page, um, and we can, you can see them on the registration website as well. Uh, so we we have them all listed. We've had great support, and you know it's it's just been a wonderful opportunity for the community to get together at a time when everybody wants to separate us. Edwin, how many years have you done the nine eleven memorial stair climb at LMCU Ballpark? Well, I first became aware of it uh, six years ago. Went out there with my family, looking to do uh, a, a different opportunity to raise funds for our heroes. And the White Pine Trail came right by the ballpark, and so I was redirected there, and they told me, well, we already have something going on that day. And so my family went out to see what it was, and it was uh, the 15th year of the uh, Grand Rapids stair climb, and we participated in it, and we have been part of it ever since and trying to grow it for our community. Uh, You do great work uh, to make sure all of us never forget those who gave their lives uh, going the other way, firefighters, first responders, Police officers, the 9-11 Memorial Stair Climb happens this Saturday, 8 a.m., LMCU Ballpark, just north of Grand Rapids, west side of the state. You want to sign up and climb the stairs, uh, just Google it, 9-11 Memorial Stair Climb. I have the quick links, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Spectators are welcome. Also, there's a a breakfast uh, that morning, a lot of fundraising, a lot of awareness, and also uh, remembering. Uh, what happened on September 11, 2001. Edwin, I admire, respect you. My best to you and your family, and have a great event on Saturday. Well, thank you, Bill. And I, if I can make just a quick note, we do have 13 flags on the third baseline for those that lost their lives in Kabul, Afghanistan, last year. And we have eight American flags that will be there for the individuals that entered the armed forces because of 9-11 here from West Michigan that have lost their lives. So we're, we're, we're pulling them in as well and, and honoring all those heroes. Well done, Edwin. Uh, now keep the word uh, going not only this year, but in future years. 
Take care, my man. Thank you, Bill. Yeah, Edwin Marino. There's a there's a proud American at the core. And he's making sure with his volunteers, his family, his sponsors, and others that we never forget what happened on September 11, 2001. If you miss any interview, any hour, any full show, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge.